Welcome to My Shitty Podcast, So Shitty It Only Has One T. I'm your host, Adam Copeland. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for subscribing. And most importantly, thanks for telling a friend. I also want to thank my guest, Gabriella, not only for coming on the show and talking to us about what she does for a living, but also for inviting me into her house and baking me some lovely bread and being so welcoming. Um, so without further ado, let's let the cat out of the bag. Here she was. Velvety dough. I'm sure everybody loves listening to people chew. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, gosh, this is amazing. It's got like a pretzel exterior with like a warm, gooey interior. It's such a, I don't know. It's like an AMSR Probably video. Probably a tiny bit underdone on the inside, but I'd rather do that than overdo it. You fooled me. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> well, take some home to your patisserie. I will. Baker. Yeah, yeah. Do what she says. Have her give you the notes. Do you ever mm-hmm. watch a uh, great British baking show? Everyone watches that. Of course, right? <laughs> it's a silly question. Um, yeah. It actually, like, it, it was one of those things I discovered my mother and I could watch together. Yes, yeah. <laughs> we can just chill out. And, that's like one of the few overlaps we have that makes sense. Yeah, who can't watch that show together, right? Um, I think Mike would curl up and die rather than watch that. <laughs> I'm guilty. I'll watch it. And now I can't say moisture anymore without doing Paul Hollywood's moisture. I'm oh, like, yeah. Oh. So I'm like, there's a, I don't know. Yeah, there's a bit of. I've only a, watched like part of one season. Like I, it's, oh, really? I, I'm keeping it like as a, you know, you save some binge things for like Certainly. future binge. Yeah. Whenever I'm feeling low, I'm going to yeah. watch the. Yes. Yeah. Whenever yeah. I get the flu, that'll be my go-to. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Nurse me back to health. Mm. The funny thing is, is I don't particularly like sweets. Like I don't like cake. No, I'm not. I'm I'm okay with like one cookie, but I'm just yeah. I'm not. I'm not at all like a. Are you a salty person? Yeah, salty savory. Salty savory. Yeah, I'll take that over dessert pretty much. Like a steak over a cupcake <sighs> anytime. I must admit, a steak is much better for sure. <laughs> but there's something I definitely have a sweet tooth as well. I'm yeah. both. I'm 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 the whole thing. Um, I wish I was less of a sweet tooth because I'm. Yes, yeah. I'll take down a pint of ice cream before. Like, oh wow! Don't even, <laughs> don't let your guard down. I will. I'll take the last bite. No, there's no like conscious. Oh, let me save a little bit for yeah. later. or Whatever. It just becomes this, this primal. Rah, rah, yeah, this rah, weird rah. primal sugar monster. <laughs> okay, let's pop these headphones on. I want to oh, make sure. Here. Yeah. Wow. I want to make sure um, that it's a decent, if it's not too loud, does it sound okay? It's a, it's a tiny bit loud. Okay. I'm going to turn it down just a little bit. Okay. Let me know if it's test, test, test. Is that good? That's great. Yeah. Perfect. I will try not to burp on the mic. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's been done before. <laughs> so these little covers are for right here. Uh, <laughs> no spray. No spray. That's right. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Okay. Let's see here. Do, 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 do. Um, do you want to do any like voice warm ups or anything? <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about this bread, actually. What was, what, this, you said this is the bread of your people. What's the name of said bread? Well, so it's, it's challah. It's challah. Challah. Okay. And I'm half Jewish, so it's, it's of the Jewish half of my people. <laughs> L'chaim. Yeah, it's beautiful. And it's like an eggy, it's like a very eggy dough. Yes. Um, and it, uh, like when you're making it, it's a super velvety dough. It's like very warm. It takes the warmth of your hands really beautifully. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes I'll make a a bread and it'll be like like nuts and big, thick wheat 
stuff. Yeah. And that's like a clunker. That's like a bowling ball of a of a loaf. Yeah. And this stuff is just like velvety and pliant and lice and and then you get to braid it like <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> the whole thing is just fun. Like, it's just fun bread. You, it's, it's not like a slicing bread. It's like you tear off a big hunk of bread. When I walked, when I walked around the corner of the kitchen, you opened the, the uh, oven up and my eyes got huge. <laughs> you didn't get to see them because you were checking on the bread. But I was like, whoa, that is a gorgeous bread. It's got rise. Yeah. 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 I was a little worried this morning because it was, uh, had to, I made it yesterday and then had to take it out of the fridge and it was staying cold in the center. Mm-hmm. But, I, but we got around it. We yeah. got around it. Yeah, we did it. We we <laughs> persevered. <laughs> it's so good. Thank you so much. Oh, I you're feel so welcome. So welcomed just right off the bat Yay. of like here. I made some. I made some bread. Um, and for the coffee, thank you so much. And that that's that's all, Mike. And I don't actually know how to make coffee. Right <laughs> uh, truth be told, also my partner's a, a ex barista as well. Oh, so there there's a very militant about like how the coffee's done, and if I screw it up, you know. It, it, it will be known, you know, <laughs> you didn't let the steep long enough. Did you stir it? Did you agitate the beans? Did you do this? Agitate the beans. Oh, I didn't know about that. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So apparently if you're French pressing, this is what I've been taught. Again, I, I wouldn't be able to tell you my palate is not that refined. And this, when it comes to the coffee world, is it, is it hot? Is it black? Yeah. Okay. I'm happy. Um, so apparently you get the water just before boiling. So not like a rolling boil, just whenever like the, the bubbles start to gather a little bit at the bottom. <laughs> like a storm on the horizon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then you remove that from the heat. You've got your ground, coarse ground um, in your French press, um, about a half of an inch uh, of grinds. And then um, you pour the liquid in. You let it sit for about 30 seconds. Then you agitate the beans. That's when you take a spoon in and stir it. Oh, okay. Then you put the top on, but you don't depress it. And you wait a good five minutes. Then you slowly depress it. Should take about <laughs> 15, 15 to 30 seconds. And you have to count that down, right? <laughs> right. 15. Generally 14. speaking. <laughs> Um, and, and that is like the, that's the proper, that's the proper. Yeah. If ever you were concerned or worried about, and you're like, no, not really. Am I making good coffee? I just don't know. <laughs> I just don't know. Is this the right sure. way? Yeah. I've been making the wrong French press for years. It's fine. I can't, I can't really drink it in the morning anymore. I'm a little bit of a spaz as it is. Yeah. So like coffee plus spasm in the morning, is just not a good, <laughs> <laughs> like one or two in the afternoon. That's a good time for coffee, but morning. Oh no. Yeah. yeah. Not for me. Um, why don't we start by introducing yourself and okay. telling us what you do for a living? Thank you again. This is a great start. I, feel was, like, oh. I like a nice, easy, ease into the podcast. Walk into it. Yeah, especially early in the morning. Yeah. yeah. Early-ish. Ish. Um, so I'm Gabriella. Mm-hmm. I'm a photographer. So I take pictures. Um, I, am, I, I do editorial, lifestyle, product, commercial. Um, I guess part of my thing is that I, I'm not an artist. Yeah. <laughs> People are always like, oh, God, you're an artist. That's so cool. And it's just, well, it's not art. It's work. Yeah. And it's actually a little bit more blue collar than people think. I think people fantasize things that they don't do themselves. Sure. And um, a lot of people uh, have their own personal passion about photography, whether it's with their phone or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a big difference between... 
really enjoying doing that and posting on Instagram and actually doing it for a living. Yeah. An Instagram account is fun. Yeah. Photography <laughs> is work. <laughs> Taking pictures of your food is fun. Yeah. But it's, 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 it's work. And it, I, I mean, it's not blue collar, blue collar, but it's, it's, it's more, it's pretty physical work. Certainly. Yeah. And it's a hustle. Yeah. And it's, you have to be reliable and show up on time and deliver on time. And, um, you know, art is when you do something to express for yourself. And what I do is capture what my clients need to get captured. Yeah. And art usually happens on your own, like, I'm feeling inspired today. I'm going to create and yeah. create and create and create. Not necessarily <laughs> case for me. Like, you're like, when you're I need shooting you. a sapphire necklace, you're like, well, it's a beautiful necklace. It's a yeah. nice stone. I'm just going to shoot it. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure all the angles are right and mm-hmm. let's just shoot that thing. And if you're not feeling good, I need you here at this time, at yeah. this date. Uh, doesn't matter. I've, I've got you for hire now. Um, do you feel like uh, your camera is like a hall pass, like lets you into places? If you're like, hey, I'm here to shoot whatever if you've got a camera hanging around your neck do you feel like that like lets you opens a lot of doors that's the the... it kind of does I mean I mean it both um it can both open door or shut people down okay sometimes people get very self-conscious when there's a camera around sure and that's something that I have to work with all the time I'm usually not shooting models I'm usually like my favorite work is editorial work Mm -hmm. um and that's interesting people who are getting magazine articles written about them. They're often shy artists or shy chefs or shy farmers. Yeah. They're folks who are really interesting but are not comfortable in front of the camera. I get that. Um, and so we have a negotiation. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> and we kind of have to get used to each other. And then I, I just keep doing it and doing it. And finally, they just like they're, they're you know, they surrender. <laughs> I feel the same way with the podcast. Oftentimes, oh, yeah. like if there's a strawberry farmer, I'm like, that's interesting. Let's talk. Tell me about like just what it's like to wake up in the morning and harvest these strawberries all throughout. The, like from start to finish, just tell me. And I'm like, ah, it's not that interesting. There's a lot of manure. Super quiet people. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like people who choose to be by themselves all the time. Yes. Yeah. I've, I've, I've done that. Try and get the person that works behind closed doors to like, yeah. let's broadcast this. And like, you know what? Not for me. <laughs> and I got to respect that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. But I mean, at the same time, um, I mean, I consider a lot of what I do. I'm, I, I, th- I feel like this, uh, urge all the time to de-glamorize what I do. I mean, I love mm-hmm. what I do. I really do. And I feel very fortunate to be able to do it. But, um, you know, part of a lot of what I do, I consider to be kind of small business boosterism. Sure. Especially in a region of this size. You know, you're you're promoting and profiling people who are doing interesting things so that other people can go buy what they do. Yeah. You know, or find out more about them. Right. And so I just, I, I'm always trying to... K- get people to give at least as much as they can mm-hmm. to capture that in some way. Yeah. Whether it's surreptitiously and they don't see me doing it or <laughs> someone relaxes enough and I can actually just yeah, yeah do that. Yeah, I got tricks. Yeah, how much of that is like, I don't know, buttering their bread before? Like, yeah. okay, really, like you're beautiful. I mean, it's your wedding day. Just oh. just let it down. Like just, just... I think actually it's much, um, and you must find this with the podcast too, mm. a lot of it is just getting you get people to talk about themselves mm-hmm. and they open up and they relax. That's the trick. Yeah. It really is like, cause people are, are interested. And if you seem interested mm-hmm. in this thing that this person is passionate about, you know, they, they, you know, they kind of get a smile and they kind of want to tell you about it. And sure. And no one's a better expert at what they do than the yeah. person that you're, you know, yeah. interviewing said, 
exactly. said profession. Yeah. Very yeah. cool. Very cool. Um, can you tell me about like how you got started doing this? Was there, were you ever in front of the camera and you're like, I need back there? Or... Oh my God, no, never. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I hate, I, so I feel like uh, the dentist a lot of the time because the first thing almost anyone will say to me when I show up to photograph them is I hate having my, my, my photo taken. Yeah. And I'm like, but this doesn't hurt. I'm not going to drill a thing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, That's a good, is that your... But, um, but I, and part of it, I, I say that in part because I completely empathize. Like it's uncomfortable Unless you really trust someone, and I'm almost always showing up to photograph people I don't know, mm-hmm. so why should they trust me? You know, you sure. got to build that up first. Yeah. Um, but no, I just, I just always was a picture taker. Like as a kid, I still have my um, plastic cameras that took little uh, plastic cartridge film. Yes. It was like these little funny little things. Um, I was just always someone who did that. I remember that. Was it? Uh, would it have like a? It was like a. A floppy disk, almost that you would put in the the plastic camera. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. There was there were those. I mean, there were like all these different kinds, and I had yeah. But I was just I yeah, I was just always a picture taker. And then I was super fortunate. And when I was sixteen, my dad got me like a. Uh, it was an SLR back in those days. Yeah, <laughs> but it was like that was my first quote unquote real camera uh, with a big lens and like being able to shoot images with that create images of that quality mm-hmm. that that became the addiction i mean that, that was a it, it there's certainly a compulsive quality to it yeah yeah without a doubt <laughs> <laughs> and i was you know i wasn't um wasn't a shy kid yeah but i was i was probably pretty socially awkward i probably still am and um cameras were always a way to be um in a group and have something to do like totally. it was my mediator yeah yeah so I, that was like how i I can, yeah, I can side with you there. I was always, you know, cla- whenever I found out I could kind of like crack a joke and everybody, like that would bring the room together. There was yeah. no like this group, that group. If I could, I don't know, do something that brought the room. I was like, oh, that's that. That breaks barriers. <laughs> that breaks walls. That that makes me somehow included, you know, no matter which direction I go. You know, if I want to be a part of the, the girls or the boys or the, you know, the cool kids or the... I don't know. Um, Humor is amazing that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Um, but it's always nice to have that, like. <laughs> but it was just—it was just my thing. It was like that was the thing I did, and yeah. I did, you know, like in high school, I did yearbook and stuff like that. And it was just like that was that was a thing. But yeah. I didn't go to school for it. Um, went to just like regular liberal arts school. That's cr- and after school, did design. Didn't do photography. Mm-hmm. But um, when we moved, but I would say. I started getting more and more into shooting bands because I did college radio. Yeah, and that we were, I was a big part of the indie rock scene in San Francisco back in the day, um, and so I was trying to shoot publicity images for bands. Not doing a super great job. Doing a lot of live photography too, with like a medium format camera, sure. and film in a tiny little club, just like on a tripod with sweaty people all around you. But that <laughs> yeah. was sort of like, I called it my poor girl's art school because I was just like spending money on film and just experimenting and just trying things. Yeah. Not getting paid to do anything though. That's um, that's a, a true testament to like your passion though. Like, you just you just keep doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You're um, just, like you said, not getting paid. You're spending more money than you're making. Lots. Because you're... Spending <laughs> <laughs> lots. But, 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 I, but, you know, like taking myself seriously and doing my own printing in a color dark room and all that kind of stuff yeah um and something about moving here Mm -hmm. i think when you move you get to reinvent yourself a little bit sure um and i reached out to a couple magazines and i shot stills for some student films and doing that was kind of my transition into actually starting to get work yeah and doing it like 
semi-professionally, but it, it took years of transition to do. Yeah, most definitely. Um, it takes time. Um, like side hustles. Like sure. you see. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, know, you side hustle while you're trying to develop the thing you really want to do. That's right. Yeah. I, um, I think maybe one of the most recent podcasts I had, I was speaking to a young lady that um, she works at a grocery store. Uh, and she I'm was so telling, curious. I, I, I have to say, I listened to that one. I was so curious. I was like, which story is that? <laughs> I'll tell is you. It the co-op? <laughs> <laughs> um, but we, I can't remember if we talked about this on air, off air, but everybody there, you know, they're not passionate about groceries. They're all doing this like, they're working there because it's got great benefits. Yeah. They take care of their employees. Um, and then they can clock out and do what they really want to do. And yeah. there's a ton of issues. Just like every person in there has got a story. And walking through a grocery store now has got like a whole new light uh, that's that shined on all the employees I'm looking at. I don't know. I know. I mean, I know really well accomplished. Like uh, a few months ago, I photographed um, a glass blower who's very accomplished. Yeah. And she was working for like 20 years at Whole Foods. Wow. While she was building her uh, repertoire and her style and technique and getting into galleries. I mean, yeah. 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 It's, it's that's what a lot of us have to do. Yeah, yeah. Take a take another peek at that barista. I promise he's probably not <laughs> super passionate about your frappuccino. He's probably got, you know, a side project be, going. Be on. a little bit passionate about my life. A little bit. <laughs> that's like the place you gotta care. There are baristas Don't out mess there. With that my phone. Like, <laughs> Don't fuck with my phone. They'll like educate you on the beans and yeah. the, so on and so forth. I wanna get that guy on here. Um tell me about like uh, like a pie chart of your work because I feel like people are like, oh, cool, photography, take pictures, scan them in, bada bing, bada, you're done. Um, but as far as like editing goes, there's no. a huge, huge portion. I spend more time in front of the computer than I do shooting. Yeah, for like sure. it's 10% shooting. Um, it's got to be like 70% computer time editing, tweaking, um, and then emails and... And, and uploading. Uploading. I spend hours uploading. Yeah, yeah. yeah. SD cards. Where's that SD card? <laughs> this SD card. I gotta... Um, yeah. No, I mean, I, I think it's a little more like 30, 50, maybe 30, 60. Okay. In terms of shoot time. And that's maybe my style of shooting, the way I shoot. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't do a whole lot of heavy retouching. That's only for really specific magazine work. And that kind of stuff sure. can take a really long time. Okay. Um, but the editing is just brutal. That's just like <laughs> it is. That's that's why I'm such a podcast listener because you just you sit there for hours. Yeah, just poke, 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 poke. Yeah, like I don't know if you do you wear glasses. I do. When mm -hmm. you go, in, you know, A or B, A or B. Uh huh. You have to do that with thousands of images. I'm reminiscent of Wayne's World right now, where he's, he's closing one eye, camera A or camera camera one, camera two, camera yeah. one, camera two, and it shows the shots of like his girlfriend in bed. Anyways, it's but it's I mean you just you're doing that for hours. Yeah. And you just, you get into a rhythm and you get into a flow and you just do it. Mm -hmm. But I, I always um, describe it as being handcuffed to the desk rather than like out shooting. Yeah. Is, you know. Yeah. There's a, there's an element of discipline there to like sit down and like, okay, I'm going to do this thing now. Um, do you feel like that after you get a shot? You're like, I got to get home. I got to get home and I got to get to work. <laughs> I, got much work I actually, to do. I like a little settled, settled time. That's nice. Like I, um, I mean, I'll back stuff up. Sure. As quickly as I can. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, get it onto three sources at least, make one off site, do all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But I, I like having a little breathing room between editing mm -hmm. um, because, like, you just want it to settle, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, even if I got something really good, I don't know, there's something, it's it's almost like it's fermenting or something. Yeah. Or like, you know, proofing or something. 
For sure. For sure. Uh, you talk about backing up. Is there ever a time where you lost footage where you're like, oh, God, I got something really bad to tell you? <laughs> um, I'm sure everyone has lost something at some time. I have only um, a couple of times lost things, and it was after delivery. Okay. Like, I go back to archive and realize I didn't, I couldn't find the source material. Oh, man. But um, I try, I um like I said, a bit of a spaz, double Gemini, very airy sign. Mm-hmm. I try to put um, procedures in place yes. so that it's not up to me. So that as long as I do, like as long as I do the exact same thing every time, that, that's not going to happen. Yeah. And you back up to multiple drives because a drive will fail. And sure. I, I've totally had drives fail. Yeah. yeah that's that's yeah. no question that's going to happen. Can you tell me any story like whenever that happened? I heard that. I blank oh, them out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the worst, is, the worst is like I was like heading out to a trip and I dropped... Um, I dropped uh, an external drive. Oh, man. Right as I was heading out. And so I had to like pack a much bigger one. I mean, that, that's not a terrible, terrible thing, but it was just like uh, that feeling of dropping it and knowing that like, oh, <sighs> no. Yeah. 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 That hurts just to hear it. <laughs> but oh. I mean, and then that's part of the weirdness of not having a negative, you know. Sure. There's no physical backup anymore. Yeah. It's very ethereal in a certain weird way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'll side with you on on that. Um, like you don't have tape. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Um, I mean, I've I've lost chunks of of podcast. When I whenever I first started, um, I was I, I think I had six shows under my belt, but I didn't know what I was doing, and it was it was so long, like I couldn't even. Oh, I just remembered a bad one. Yeah? Yeah. Let's do tell. <laughs> and this is this is like the place where I'm most likely to get into trouble. Okay. I was, um, <laughs> we can be as vague as possible. No, as, no, no. I, 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 the, the, I was in the Caribbean. Okay. Like it was like a, it was like, I was super psyched. I was like on a Caribbean island. I uh-huh. was photographing um, Lionel Richie as part of a... <laughs> wow. <laughs> we were doing, t- uh, we were, I was there with the video crew and we were shooting for the tourism board of that island. And... Um, Midway through the concert, uh, I, I filled a card. I thought I'd replace the card, so I formatted the card. And I lost everything that was on that card. No. Like, there's no... I mean, now I know I actually could have pulled that card out, sent it in to SanDisk, and they probably could have pulled the data. Yeah. But I didn't know that at that time. Yeah. That was the worst feeling. That was, like, this gut punch of just, like... <laughs> Uh, and I, I was able to get enough coverage of everything um, that I didn't miss too much. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, you're always going to miss the ones you lose the most. Yeah. But that was just the worst. <laughs> that Lionel was just Richie. Like, like, yeah. No, I mean, just like to be in a place that was that surreal and strange and be capturing this great stuff and then like just delete it. How do you get booked for that? That's crazy. How do you? People, you, you know people. Yeah. People. Friends just... who have friends and are setting up stuff. And it actually turned out to be a little bit of a nightmare. Like it's... it was poorly managed and everything. But yeah. I was like, I'm going to the Caribbean. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had a drink in my hand that spilled on the camera. And then, you know, from there it was. That's crazy. Yeah. I've. It's definitely who you know. Like it's. It's relationships. Uh, everything. And that's, and that's a big growing up thing to learn too is like. There are photographers who do great work, mm-hmm. but who are really um, frictive to be around. Yeah. Um, or who maybe are really um, uh, a little caustic with clients in terms of rights and, and turnarounds and things like that. And it's just like, it's all relationships. It Certainly. really, really is. Yeah. Yeah. And this door opens that one. Um, you never know, man. Don't burn bridges. 
Don't no need have for a tight it. temper. No. You'd be, be good to work with. Yeah. I think it's like a big thing. Yeah, you catch more flies with honey. <laughs> 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 you yeah. That old term. Um, yeah, that's... And that's like, that's not just, I mean, it's not just a, it's a mutual respect thing. It's not, it's not a ass kissy kind of thing. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Tell me about um, some tricks that you learned photography wise, like uh, you were talking about sending that disc in and, and recovering. Oh. Uh, <laughs> is there any kind of like trick of the trade where you're like, oh, definitely. Or maybe some some advice for uh, so people. Yeah, people ask things all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually usually tape over the um, branding on my cameras because I hate when people ask when I'm shooting. Mm-hmm. Because like my big thing is it's not the camera, it's the eye and it's where you are and when you're there. Yeah. Don't get caught up. I don't know how many megapixels either of my cameras shoot. Good, good and on I, I'm, I mean, you know, there are people who would be aghast and I'm, I, I can easily reference that if I need to, mm-hmm. but it's, it's not about that. It's about knowing the dynamic range of your lens and your camera and just going with it. Yeah. And it's your eye. It's how eye. you can interact with people. It's all that kind of stuff. But one of the biggest things I tell people all the time is just experiment. Sure. Like get get out of program or automatic mode if you have a DSLR. Mm-hmm. Um, and exper- like some of the best things I found, and I learned this when I was shooting film and making mistakes, was just like mistakes lead to great stuff. Yeah. Like mistakes teach you how to shoot in sun flares. Mistakes teach you how to like drag the shutter or get some beautiful blur. Mis- I mean, mistakes are awesome. For sure. And that's how you can develop your own style too. Yeah, without a doubt. So I, that's what I, I mean, I teach, I teach from time to time. Um, and that's one of the things I just tell people all the time is just like loosen up and make mistakes. That's great. Like you're not on a, you're not on a job right now. It's okay to make a mistake. Sure. And I make mistakes on jobs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm one of those people who needs a little bit of spontaneity all the time. Sure. Like you plan out your lighting, you plan out the setting and all that, but then you got to have a little, a little bit of yeah. impromptu yeah. improvising. Something. I'm going to lay on the floor and shoot this. Yeah. Or like yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. going to, I'm going to get. I'm going to use this bush as a, as a, <laughs> as a seat right now. Yeah, and, yeah totally. Yeah. <laughs> or, or actually, that, that's another really good one is just change your perspective. You know, yeah. Squat, stand up tall, climb onto something, get on your belly. Yeah, like change, get out of your comfort zone. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes really cool shots are created from, you know, an ant's perspective or yeah. um, a giant. I don't know. I'm yeah. just too very like black and white. uh uh, but I'm no photographer, so I'm just kind of just kind of riffing here with you. Um, yeah, that's great. Those are great, great um, words of advice for anybody starting out. Just get familiar with your camera. Doesn't really matter what camera; they're all pretty good. I mean, iPhones. Well, these are days, pretty... I mean, I mean, the iPhone is amazing. Yeah. I tell people all the time. I've had images that I shot on the iPhone in the New York Times. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it's your iPhone is a camera. Certainly, yeah. So, it, and again, it's where you are. When you're there mm-hmm. and how well you capture it. so Certainly. Yeah. And that has more to do with timing than it does your camera, I would say, nine times out of ten. Certainly. Yeah. Yeah. It's more about timing than camera. It's more about perspective <laughs> and than maybe camera. Shooting, and maybe shooting music was a really good way to learn that because when you're shooting music, you're really... Like, I often felt like I was part of the band. Yeah. In a complete projection kind of way. Yeah. But it was like, you know, you you know when he's going to lean back or when, the, you know, that hand's going to go up the, mm-hmm. the guitar neck or something like that. And now all that is like timing. Certainly. Probably the same with sports, too. Yeah. 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 Oh, man. I can't imagine sports photographers just getting creamed all the time. That like, stuff is nuts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I see these guys, you know, at a, a basketball game or something that are just, you see them 
you know, <laughs> basketball player puts his hand out and like your equipment's crushed and thrown uh, up to the side. Uh, it hurts, hurts to see it. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I can't imagine. And they've got some like serious lenses there. Yeah. No, there's a cannons. They, I mean, I like if literally like they're just like huge monster yeah. pieces. Of yeah. Glass. Not Canon cameras. Those are like yeah. pirate cannons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's great. Um, Can we zoom out for like a little bit using camera terminology? Is there like a big picture of like, I want this empire of, uh, you know, I want a a photographer to put under my belt and they can start taking pictures, then I'll edit or I'll get somebody to edit for me and that way I can just focus on whatever. See, Um, this this time of year is a great time of year to ask that kind of question. Right, yeah. Because it's like, all right, are you setting goals? I am not a great goal setter. Uh, um, but you are is... an artist, whether you want to <laughs> admit it or not. That's a total artist thing to say. Very artist, yeah. Um, but that's something that I'm really trying to think about and work on is developing. Um, I mean, what I'd like to do is get into more um, kind of agency projects where I get to collaborate with a team and a creative director. Yeah. Um, I mean, there, there are basically two kinds of photography that are super fun. And one is the editorial where I'm out, lone wolf, like you know, driving halfway across New Mexico to some little ranch and meeting somebody. And that is, that mm. is a fantastic adventure. It's romantic. But that, um, that not, does in. not cover rent, you know, that, that will no. not pay the bills. Yeah. So the other work is, is commercial work. And, um, and I enjoy that too. But what, what gets really fun is when you are working on the project, the kind of project, the scope of a project where there's a team, there's a creative treatment where you're actually um, working on something together. Yeah. And, 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 and there's a level of production that's much higher. Sure. That is a little harder to do around here. Mm-hmm. So um, like right now I'm looking at just trying to reach out to the Phoenix, Dallas, Denver, just make more connections in those kind of places. I still want to live here, but I'd love to get more work. Yeah. That's, that's sort of like on a bigger agency kind of. I understand that. Yeah. It's hard to find work in the desert, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Well, there's, I mean, I'm, I'm fortunate in that I'm really busy. Sure. But I'm, I'm hustling busy with small stuff all the time. You got to. And I'd like to slow down that hustle and get a little more smart about Mm -hmm. it and just do fewer, but bigger, more focused projects. Yeah, I get it. I yeah. totally get it. Um, are there? But I'd still never let anyone edit for me. <laughs> no, <laughs> I it know. It is so subjective. I mean, there are wedding photographers that send everything to India. They yeah. will just send all their cards to India. India will edit them. They will retouch as necessary. They, you know, there are there are banks of sure. people, computers that just do that for super crazy cheap. Um, that's bananas. I didn't know that. But uh, and they probably do an okay job. But that's just not the kind of work. Like part of my my editing selection, I think, is part of what I'm doing. Yeah, and it's your baby too. Yeah. Like it's it's hard to. It would be hard for me to send a, a show off to somebody and be like, okay, punch this up a little bit, you know, take this up and cut that. And they out. may cut the thing that you thought was like the most charming part of it. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I liked whenever I was like, uh, um, <laughs> uh, orange glad I didn't say banana, and they're like, that that was dumb. Let's get this out of there. I was like, hey, that was charming. I liked it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I totally will side with you on like, I can't do it. I can't, just can't send that off. And, let that. Um, and, and, you know, maybe that will always limit me. I, I don't like, I mean, it's interesting. Like I'd like to work with a creative treatment, creative director, that kind of thing, but I don't want to have like 10 people doing grip and stuff on a set either. That's, yeah. that's a, that's a level of production where you're not even a photographer anymore. You're more a producer and sometimes a button pusher. Sure. Um, so there's like a happy medium in there. Um, and for the kind of work that I focus on, which is a lot around food, 
mm-hmm. um, and not fake food like for packaging, but like actual real people making real food, people growing food, farmers, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, and so in that realm, there's a very kind of naturalistic lifestyle kind of thing that certainly, yeah, I sort of want to go after more. Yeah, and it's so crazy that um, you know we're we're in such a an internet age right now that. If you're going to go check out Tom's organic strawberry farm, you're probably going to check his website first. Or Instagram. Or Instagram. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, cool. Look, they have a little, um, I don't know, a little mini bar inside. (laughs) They sell, I don't know, little packaged strawberries. Look, aren't these cute? Well, I think people are getting more interested in where their food is coming from. That's true. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Those of us who have the privilege of being able to take the time and pay the money for it. Certainly. Um, But I mean, I think that's part of... I don't know, moving here from San Francisco, even though San Francisco had like an outrageous farmer's market. I mean, unbelievable variety, unbelievable volume. I never knew a single farmer there. Sure. I never made that connection. It just always felt like a transactional kind of thing. I'd just go and get my produce and go home. Mm -hmm. Whereas here, I've been buying the same things from the same people for, you know, over a decade now. And it's, you can't go into the farmer's market without having 10 conversations. For sure. But, it's, but I know, and I know, and I've been to most of the places where my food is getting grown, and that's just like, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. There's some kind of, number one, that there's a fresh element to that. Like, if you're buying your food from um, a farm and then taking that home, and number one, it's going to last longer. Uh, number yeah. two, just like yeah. the fresh element is going to taste much better. Um, but Hopefully yeah. it's better for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, fingers crossed. <laughs> but there's a there's a romantic um, relationship there with, you know, Which I didn't beats. grow up with at all. I mean, I grew up in California, which is like the breadbasket or one of them of California. And I never, that never was a draw to me until I moved to New Mexico. Yeah. And But there's, the, yeah, there's a feeling of authenticity and connection. and Sure, sure, yeah. yeah. You're like, these are, these are Ted's beats. <laughs> <laughs> I know Ted. I talked to him this morning. <laughs> exactly. He's going through some marital problems, but his beats are great. <laughs> Amazing lettuce head. Yeah, I don't know how he does yeah, it. Yeah, I don't know how he does it, man. He is he is made for this thing. Um, that's great. And I can't I can't grow a thing. I mean, I've got these little grow boxes out here, which um, yeah, I, I I get a couple tomatoes out of and stuff like that. But I I, I completely ungreen in the thumb. I'll do the same thing. I'll, I'll I'll get some momentum going on like a small garden. Um, I can maintain it for a while, but like as soon as a season starts, as soon as a change in season starts, I'll lose something and then another thing will start to go, but my rosemary's killing it. You know, my <laughs> rosemary's doing a great job. Uh, or yeah, I don't know, whatever the whatever the case may be. Yeah, yeah. Something will really take off. And kale. I can do kale. Kale's kale is great. amazingly that's a, easy. Yeah, that's a tough, that's it's, a tough, uh, tough leafy, um, uh, I don't know, piece of herbiculture yeah, yeah, <laughs> that, yeah. uh, that can withstand a lot of climates and change. And um, yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one to start with. Start yeah. with kale. Yeah, that'll give you some momentum. Especially because it's like a little cold weather. You can start a little early in the year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, pups. Your pup just joined me. <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's, getting, she's getting a little less shy, a little more. Sweetie. She's a little interested in the bread, and I've got a little bread left. I've got a little challah left. Challah. Yeah. Do you celebrate any any of the holidays, any of the high holidays or anything um, like that? No. Just I mean, the bread. I was, I was, <laughs> my, um, I, I mean, I was brought up socially Jewish, I would sure. say, like yeah. culturally Jewish. Mm-hmm. Um, but my my 
my dad, no, I was, I mean, I, I grew up completely agnostic. I mean, I, I didn't even, I've never read the Bible. Yeah. I didn't really know about all the Jesus stuff. Sure. Um, yeah. No, I was proud of big pagans, mostly. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I, I really love the idea of ritual. I kind of wish I had been brought up with some of that ritual. Sure. Because I, I really admire it and folks who do kind of keep that in their life. It's mm-hmm. a beautiful thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of fun. Kind of fun to, to tap into. I was... Um, in a relationship with a person um, for a, a good bit uh, who, who did, you know, they, they were uh, reformed. Observant. Yeah, they were wow. observant. <laughs> yeah. um, and it was kind of fun to, to chime into that, even though I was, you know, um, just a, I don't know. <laughs> a bystander. Yeah, or I forget the term for it, but uh, there is adjacent. Like a, a, you were like Jewish adjacent. <laughs> it's a Jewish word for like, I don't know. Uh, it's a Yiddish word, I'm sorry, that. Uh, Oh, I, like, I know the one you mean. You know and what I'm I, talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't think of it right now, but uh, yeah. I'm sure they... Shiksa. Yeah. Shiksa. <laughs> well, I mean, it's just, it's interesting. Like, my family was, um, I think they internalized a lot of racism. Sure. Uh, back in the day, like when my grandparents it was a... were Jewish and couldn't go to the country club or Jewish and couldn't do certain things mm-hmm. because they were Jewish. Yeah. And they responded to that um, racism by trying to erase it as much of their heritage as they could. Sure. So that's part of the reason, like, it just is not part of my family background. That's so crazy. Yeah. It is. I mean, it's, like, a little sad in some ways, but yeah. whatever. Yeah. Um, that's a good segue into, like, taking a picture and having your um, spirit captured. Uh, <laughs> 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 you want to touch on that at all? Like, <laughs> but did, did you see Blade Runner? Do you remember that movie? No. You've got to I got to watch Blade it. <laughs> So um, before I was like me, my I wrote my thesis about photographs actually. Really, I mean, but kind of more in like a postmodern cultural texts kind of way. I'm loving it. Um, I don't even know if I should be a spoiler and tell you why this is a good part of labor. But so family photographs are a really interesting thing because um, I, uh, you know, there's more and more research being done now about how memory is pretty emotional and not all that factual. Yes, we have very strong emotional memories about things. Um, but like two people in the same place at the same time may not even remember the same thing. Right. Um, even though it feels very true to you, like, yes, that's my memory of yeah. that time when I was five and I, I scraped my there. knee on the bike and I fell yeah. over. Yeah. But, um, um, and photographs are an interesting counterpoint to that because sometimes they capture the thing that did or didn't happen, mm-hmm. but we kind of reference them in this ambient way to represent memory. Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm getting a little ambient here, but no, 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 I think no. photographs I'm, function in a really fascinating way that way. No, I think I, I'll, I'll side with you. I think that's, um, that's a very much a true point of like, Oh, I got red shoes on. I thought I always had my, yeah. or like that. I, I was always in overalls. So I'm in blue jeans right here. That was, <laughs> I know. Wait, wait, because the memories feel so firm. Real. Yeah. You're you like, know? I can, I can reach that's a part of me. Yeah. I can dial I, back into being five years old and put my thumbs behind my overalls. I know that I had them. Like that's where were my thumbs then? You're like, no, no. <laughs> you had blue jeans on that day. Well, and I think that that's a really interesting thing is that now a lot of kids are not growing up with prints anymore. Mm-hmm. Right. Like photo albums. Um, I mean, cause you know, definitely thinking about like my progression as a person who made photographs all the time. Yeah. A, a big part of it was having the photo album. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like deciding which order the prints went in and rearranging them and bringing them out and looking yeah. at them and things like that. And I wonder how that's going to change people's relationship with photography because kids are, they, the screen on the phone is just not the same thing at all. No, it's not. And it's, yeah, you can kind of zoom out and look at 11 pictures all at once and be like, no, 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 no. Oh, Plus there we go. Age. Bikini pics. They don't age either. 
Yeah. Like old prints age in this way that really kind of like... They get warped and they kind of get this hue, uh, like this yellowish hue from... (laughs) Which is now just like an Instagram filter, right? Right. Yeah. (laughs) Hefe. I know that one. (laughs) But but I think that all those are interesting, like, I don't know. I don't know how we got there. But like components of like how photography kind of changes your own personal... Um, perspective on what you remember and how you go through the world. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I, I, I think the whole selfie thing is actually so weird and fascinating. Yeah, yeah. Tell me about that. Well, I just like, why do you need, why do you need, I mean, I'm always much more interested in the place where I am than picturing myself in that place. Sure, yeah. But I just think, it, I think that whole compulsion, and it is like a pretty compulsive act. You yeah. Know, the whole selfie thing. I've seen articles of like, selfie reveals like this, self-indulgent oh, side yeah, yeah, yeah. of uh well and to so- watch people doing it <laughs> like you go places and you watch people doing it and it's so weird they are so in their own bubble it's yeah. like there's no one around them like they're just like in their own little place yeah yeah that is kind of an interesting thing I, I, but like what do people what do you do with like thousands of selfies i don't know yeah <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you just delete them do you save them i mean like i when i think about the amount of time that i spend organizing archiving images because it's what I do. Yeah. All these people are taking thousands of images on their phone. Like, I think they just sit there. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's more about the act of taking it yeah. than about having, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of fascinated. I'm like, what do you do with those? <laughs> what do you do? Yeah. What happens after this? Yeah. yeah I saw that you took it. Because I don't think you go spend five hours editing that shit. I no. don't think you do. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe you do. Maybe oh. they go home. Maybe that's how they spend their time. They go home. They're like, you know what? I look good today, but I could look a little better. <laughs> Oh, Try this Hefe filter. Yeah. 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 That's great. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry, I'm still still reeling off a, a selfie. Uh, I come from like a bar background, so I saw that happen often. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Before, yeah. Um, before I moved to, to New Mexico, it was all like service industry for, for 18 years. So I saw Austin's selfies. left. a great right. place to do that too. Yeah. It was good. It was good, but it sunk its teeth into me for a really long time and I had to shake it up. Like I would have been, I would have been a 45 year old bartender. Um, I don't know. Wondering where you were. Yeah. Probably lost some money, like partnering up with somebody that opened a bar that didn't know what they were oh, doing, but they yeah. had an, I could just see, I could, I could see my future a little bit. I was like, I gotta get out of here. Yeah. I gotta shake it up. I can't, I can't just keep tending bar but it was great like it was it was a constant party <laughs> such as such as austin you know like <laughs> yeah. yeah um you know wake up have tacos have a couple of drinks take a nap wake up go to work which is like a, a whole other party yeah. yeah i was a part-time photographer bartending well kind of because people are like <laughs> oh they were always can you take a picture of us all together i get a picture of us it was you know like get the drink order fill the drinks and then give me your cell phone yeah, uh, yeah. so yeah Oh. Yeah, sorry, that was probably a discredit to you. I was a part-time <laughs> no, photographer. No, 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 no. I mean, I mean, people, it, it happens all the time. Yeah. You know, and if people see a big camera on me, then they're like, they feel comfortable handing me their their phone too. Sure, yeah. But yeah. half the time, I'm like, I don't know how to use this. <laughs> what is like, this, Samsung? it's not an iPhone, I'm just like, where do I, where do I, where do I press? This isn't like my phone. Yeah. yeah, your, uh, your, your screensaver came up. Like, how do you get out of it? What's yeah. your passcode? Yeah, that's funny. Or <laughs> uh, oh, it makes me nuts that, yeah, sometimes... Uh, when I'm shooting in a public space and people are like getting a shot with their phone, I'm like, why don't you let me get that? Yeah, I'll get it. Yeah. I, I, I bet I'll get it. I bet okay I can do it justice you. too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they just like crowd me out and stuff. And I'm like, oh, no, really? Why don't you let me do it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> do you have people that want to like turn or like, let me see. Let me see what you got. Oh, Show it to me. Yeah. And That's I'm super be. resistant to that. <laughs> Good. I'm, I'm, for the most part, I don't 
when I'm when I'm doing a shoot, I will not show someone. That's good. It's hard with kids because kids are very pushy about it. Yeah, if they're around, but um, people just get too self conscious. Sure. And I would rather they they you know because I mean part of the deal with photographs is you don't look the way you think you do. Mm-hmm. That's true. Like even when I look in the mirror, I don't look the way I think I do. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it it makes people back off a little bit. Sure. Yeah. And I don't want you to do that, so I just want you to like be in your own in your own head bubble of what you think you look like and everything's good. And I'll, I'll only pick out the good ones. I promise. Yeah. yeah. The candid shots are the best oftentimes, yeah. you know, like the, yeah. the posed shots. I'll usually, I'll skip right over that. Yeah. But the, the ones where, I don't know, the bouquet is going up or I keep referencing wedding photos. It's just like, <laughs> <laughs> the Which one, for the record, I do not do. You don't do wedding photos. <laughs> well, I do. I, I'll do like one or two a year, but only for folks I know. Sure. Yeah. Cause it's a, it's a really hard thing that's to do. Intense. Yeah. 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 That's a definite like image that you've got in your head and like these images didn't come out the way that I romanticized them. Well, and, and hopefully they do, but I, I tend to shoot unconventional weddings. Like yeah. I've done an, a, quite a few gay weddings. That's great. Older folks, you know, like second marriage kind of things. So sure. It's way more laid back. Yeah. Because um, otherwise you're dealing with such crazy expectations. I, I mean, I didn't grow up that way. Like I never fantasized about getting married. I never yeah. thought about that. That was not like... I was into horses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I fantasized about horses. I did yeah. not fantasize about weddings. So, um, but you're just, you're going, you're walking into like such a minefield yeah. between parents and, and I mean, it's just crazy. Yeah. And I, I just don't want to subject. I don't, I, I think it's, there are people who do that really well and yeah. it's an industry and they, they should, you know, own that. Certainly. Yeah. And I don't blame you. I wouldn't want to do that also. <laughs> I would be like, oh, weddings, no, thank you. <laughs> I'm out of here. I'm here for the horses. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I brought this jug of baby oil that I'm going <laughs> to douse all over, all over the horse and take these, uh, so what's I, in your bag? Do you have, do you have a bag of tricks? Do you have baby oil or, or you know, I, that... I should have more tricks. I mean, you get have like a face powder, right? Cause sure. people, especially dudes get shiny. Dudes get shiny. You gotta, you gotta get, get rid of the shine. Certainly. Um, I don't, I, I really kind of want to take a makeup class just sure. so I can learn how to touch people up. Yeah, brush up on. Um, because otherwise I'm paying someone else to do that, which I'm fine doing, but it just, it adds so much time onto a shoot. Um, bag of tricks. It's Extra I, batteries, SD cards. Always have extra batteries. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Always have extra batteries. <laughs> you have to have extra batteries. You got to know which ones are charged and which ones aren't charged. That's right. Have have more cards than you think you need. Yes. But like for me, it... Um, so much of it comes down to energy, like mm-hmm. my own personal energy. Like I've got to be charged. I've got to be relaxed. I got to know. I kind of have a high metabolism, so I have to have like the right snacks, the right food. Like sure, yeah. That I almost kind of um, have more backups for me than for the machines. Yeah, I get that. Because they all work fine. Sure. And I can always, you know, find a couple of double A's if I need to or something like that. Certainly. Um, yeah. That's but, a- I, but I also like I'm, I'm very into keeping the kit as small as possible. Like some people want, um, you know, motor winders and other things. On I want the camera to be as small as it can be. Mm-hmm. Um, I I just don't. I, I'm not a gearhead. Yeah. And I love the simplicity and the cleanliness of just having what I need. Certainly. You know. Yeah. And then part of that is like being a smaller person. Like how much am I going to lug around? Yeah. But and some. But some of that is just. It's just like let's be streamlined. Let's like not get caught up in fifteen lenses when you really only need two for this. And for yeah. sure. For sure. Yeah. Uh, a big. I'm a big fan of you know just two microphones. Well, you've got a <laughs> pretty <cords>. hefty. <laughs> <laughs> but I think like if I'm on, if I'm rested and I'm alert. Yeah. That's so much more valuable than anything else. Yeah. Yeah. The night um, before. 
That's that's really what it's all about. Get a good and, or not being late, not getting lost on the way. Like um, all those little things that I can do to kind of, uh, jeop- uh, what is it called? Not jeopardize, but. Set yourself up for su- success. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Try to do that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah good foreshadowing. Yeah. That goes a long way for sure. Um, we're kind of at the point in the podcast. If we didn't talk about something that uh, you want to to, to touch on. Well, um, I have two little beefs. Yeah, hit two me with little them. beefs. This is this is this, what's the <laughs> shittiest part about your job? That's it. Hey, well, okay, so the shittiest part about my job is sometimes I'm shooting in a public environment, uh-huh. and folks don't want their photo taken. Yes, totally cool. Yeah. I totally get that. But be nice the way you say it. Yeah. People can be really graceless uh, and really rude. Yeah, in a way where I'm just like I. Just respect that I'm just I'm doing a job. Right. Don't be a dick. Yeah. Because <laughs> people get very they're they're like all up in their own kind of like. Sure. Oh, you cannot take or, or just they, there is a real meanness the way it comes out sometimes and I and I, I know that must come from a place of insecurity or feeling caught off guard but just try to be polite. Yeah. I would say that's yeah. just like an open like message to the universe. Certainly. I'll, I'll... I I'm cool if you don't want it done, I'm not going to do it. Yeah. But just be nice about it. Yeah, I don't want your stinking photo anyway. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, that's often what I'm thinking. Or I wasn't even shooting you anyway. Um, but then my other one is that like there are folks all the time who are like, "Oh, well, I'm not a real photographer." Yeah. Uh, because they're not doing it for a living and I'm like, "Well, if it's something you're passionate about doing, yeah. and if you have projects and you do things and you really put energy into it, you are are like Tell people to get over. I, I'm constantly trying to tell people if you take photos, you're a photographer. Sure. Like there's no real thing about it. Um, I mean, it's not like it's not like the law. It's not like you pass the bar. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I just like encourage people like if it's something you really care about, and a lot of people get such a kick out of doing it, um, then call yourself that. It's okay to call yourself that. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm down with that. I'm down with that. That's 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 like that's like the. Morale booster, you know, like yeah. advocating for your own personal inner photographer. Yeah, there. get out there and do it. Yeah, Don't. the only difference between like you and me is I do it a lot more, sure. and I hustle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a but there's an element of hustle. That's really what what I think would define like a professional photographer and somebody that's just like mm, I, I got a camera. <laughs> well, know? I mean, there are people doing amazing art, like beautiful, beautiful fine art projects. Yeah, which I don't really. I mean, that's another thing I'd like to figure out how to do, how to make more time for. Mm-hmm. Like I used to do art. <laughs> I don't do art anymore. What and I'd happened? love to go back. Well, you know, I think you just get in the grind. Sure. I've got deadlines. I've yeah. got meetings. I've got, you know, and you just kind of get in that. And then I want my decompressed time that's about like hanging out at home and cooking and not yeah. picking up camera. Yeah. You know, so it's just like, I think it's all about making space for time or Certainly. something like that. Or And, and also you got to wait for the inspiration. Sure. Yeah, but, um, but anyway, but but there are people who are making beautiful projects and things who are just doing it, you know, at night or on the weekends. Yeah, those are real photographers for sure. So for sure, yeah. If you're working at, you know, fill in the blank, and you only have time for nights yeah. and weekends, then yeah, that's a grind. That's a that's a whole separate grind. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I totally. get that I, and respect that. Very cool. Um, well. Uh, we always end up. <laughs> it's always a little like a slightly awkward for me to bring it up, especially if it's like, um, I don't know. I was. I can. I am embarrassed to say how many episodes I listened to before I got the connection between the title and yeah. that final question. <laughs> like I just didn't put it together. It's like very two and two, and I was just like, oh, yeah. Oh, I get it now. Yeah, and you want to know what's kind of like funny uh, is it started the podcast started as like. 
it was just going to be bartenders, like talking about the shittiest part of their day um, or like the shittiest part of their night last night. And it was just going to be a funny thing that we all listened to. And then it grew and grew. And I found out I was shooting myself in, in the foot, just interviewing bartenders. And um, I was like, how, what's a lighthearted way I could just like end the story? Like a, a, <laughs> or in, in the, like we can, we can talk and talk about whatever. I don't care which direction it goes. We could talk about religion, whatever. I just want like stories, some insightfulness. And then, we need a lighthearted way. Shit. How about shit? everybody's got a poop story? You know, everybody moves their pants. Everybody does, whether or not they admit it. Yeah, yeah. At some point, you know, you can't. I don't know. And if not, if not you, you've got like a buddy that, like, okay, sure, I have. But listen to this story. This is really great. You know, yeah. of of you know. I don't know. Well, um, <laughs> my um, I, so I have a thing called IBS. I don't yeah. know if you've heard of that. I've, I'm well aware, absolutely. For those who, I, can I just go ahead and say what it is? For sure. Those, yeah. It's the irritable bowel syndrome. Yes. And that means that um, anytime I'm in public, I know where all the closest bathrooms are. Yes. You you come That's in and a, do a scan. You're like, okay, let's see. There's the kitchen. When I there, get to a town, like I, in Santa Fe, I can probably tell you where most public <laughs> So that's just like, that's just a feature of the way I go through the world. Sure. Um, so yes. I've got so many stories. <laughs> I believe this to be true. But, um, I... but um, the one that I think is probably best for this is, mm. um, so I did college radio for a long time. Yeah, um, no wonder you're such a natural behind well, the mic. Well, there you go. Yeah, I mean, I'm, that was that was all just playing music though. That wasn't like talk, oh, talk, talking. I gotcha. I mean, a little bit of talking, but not that much. You're still comfortable behind the microphone. Might I give you a little hat tip for oh, how good. well you did? Oh, yeah, good. Um, but when you start out, uh, you you get graveyards, right? You're doing graveyard sure. shifts. Sure, got to climb the um, totem pole, which is uh, brutal, but also kind of fun because back back in the day, it would be like cab drivers and stuff who were really listening every time you were on you know yeah. you'd be on the same time every week and you get regulars you get people who are into either your style or your stories or whatever yeah um but you're alone in the radio station which is great which is a good thing mm-hmm. um because sometimes you don't time things right sure um like maybe you got a segue up you're like you know you gotta do a psa something's gonna happen and it's all the way down the hall and it got more immediate and urgent than you think and i um i don't think anyone at ksf knows this ksf is sadly defunct now it's no longer there yeah but it was a really fantastic radio station when it was around and um yeah totally uh just one night in the studio during my graveyard shift it just the thing that i think is amazing is how quickly the smell like permeates yeah it's just like that that's that was what was um i found so shocking yeah and you know what's funny in like new mexico you have these adobe style like houses so like the bathrooms aren't i've never told that story Did you make it back in time? Like, and we're back. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I just put on a really long song and like sure. took care of it. <laughs> this one's 11 minutes. There we go. Stoner rock. Yeah. Right in there. Yeah. 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 Some shoegazer. Like, <laughs> really <laughs> take that bass for a really long walk. Oh, devastating. They're like, who brings an extra <laughs> pair of pants? You know? Yeah. It's like, you don't. Yeah. You don't do that. Yeah. My favorite, my favorite boop story is um, uh, episode, I think it's episode nine. I think uh, Max, uh, oh. the bar owner. Oh. Uh, in Chicago, like he was riding the train and I'll tell you off air. But it's, a, <laughs> it's a great, it's my favorite poop story. That's one of the poop stories. If someone said, Adam, tell me or, you know, tell me a poop story. I'm like, sure, I've got a few. But listen, this one's going to give you more entertainment. It's great. Uh, yeah, I think it's episode nine. But Nice. I uh, will go back and check. And really I actually, I feel really fortunate that I, I think that's the only one. 
that I can really think of. That's given good. Given how often I am in urgent situations. Right. Just by virtue of the, oh, yeah, I can't. the vehicle I got. Yeah. <laughs> I I was very close to a person uh, for a long amount of time. They just, and they they had IBS as well, so I'm very and, and they said the same thing too. Like I'm I know where a bathroom is at all times. It is a constant source of yeah. conversation too. Yeah, it's <laughs> <laughs> awful. That's great. Uh, yeah, that's awful. But I mean, it's <laughs> it's silly though too. But the, but uh, there was also this weird kind of funny thing about like. I was in the radio station. Something very shocking had happened to me. Yeah. Nobody listening knew. No. Nobody had any <laughs> idea whatsoever. And it was just like this beautiful sort of like opaque quality of like just sitting alone in the DJ booth. Yeah. Yeah. Something happened. <laughs> <laughs> Tragic horror, like carnage, internal carnage. And everyone else out there is just listening. Yeah. They're just they tapping no their idea. toe. Yeah. yeah. And we're back. All right. Exactly. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you enjoyed that long. <laughs> Exactly. Um, I don't know. That's funny. That's good. That's a really good one. Good <laughs> I'm going to have to tell some old DJs from there that that happened, though. Yeah. That's yeah. been like a very tightly kept secret. <laughs> Nobody knows. <laughs> Did anybody at the, at the station know, like, well, I've also, I've got IBS, so. Um, is, was that I don't think I was very um, sharing about that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Is there something that sets it off? Is there like just. Um, One particular, like, I, no dairy for me. That, that'll. You know, I, I kind of wish I knew. I mean, shitty melted cheese on shitty pizza is like almost a always. Yeah. But oftentimes it's just, um, no, I get surprised. I don't know what triggered it. I call it not being able to keep my food up. Like yeah. some people can't food, keep their food down. I yeah. can't keep it up. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> within five minutes of eating something, it'll just be. Yikes. Yeah. Yeah. Man, that's a rough lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> That's Keeps so you on crazy. The go. Yeah. Uh, there was a guy, I can't even remember who. But I mean, mostly like, you know, potato chips, Fritos, things like that. Those are pretty big. Yeah. Shitty gas station food, basically. Yeah. Like yeah. Whatever you can think of nacho cheese, uh, stadium nacho oh. cheese. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> you have to go. Now. You're like, I got to go. <laughs> can we wrap this up, Adam? But this way, you know, like road trips, it's surprising that Walmart is like such a great stop on a road trip because you can actually find like fresh vegetables. Yeah. Fresh food and like yeah. organic food and like. Yeah. That, yeah, that's been a little road trip discovery over the past five years. For sure. Yeah. They did. I remember whenever they're like, we're going to start carrying organic stuff. And I was like, slow clap Walmart. Okay. I know. Yeah, I good know. job. I, okay. I never go at home, but yeah. on the road. Yeah. 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 When you're desperate, I get it. Um, uh, this wasn't my idea, but it was a friend of mine at some point in my life. I, Apologies for, I don't remember who told me this. <laughs> they're going to be so offended. I know. They they're like, hey, that was my idea. Uh, I'm your best friend. <laughs> um, they're coming up with an app that uh, like all the best restrooms like within a. Like they a, have those. Really? Some cities have them. It's, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Done. I had one for San Francisco. Really? But I didn't trust it. Sure. I mean, I felt like I really should be updating it much more regularly. Yeah, no, but cities do have them. Yeah, for cool. sure. A little pin drop of like going Santa here. Santa Fe is a little too small for that action. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. There's a market out there. We can start our app. <laughs> we can really, all the people with IBS are going to be subscribing. Got to. That, that will be a, a pay app. That yeah. Will be a subscription. Certainly. I, I, would, I would pay, pay for that, that if I, you know, was battling with. Yeah. You know, an internal <laughs> crisis. <laughs> crisis all the time. A containment crisis. Yeah. <laughs> oh, awesome. Well, Gabrielle, I feel good. If you feel good. Yeah. Thank you so much. This was so fun. Thank you. I think you. you're doing an awesome thing. Thank you so much. So, yeah. I was really honored to be a part of it. Same same for yourself. Thank you for being a part of it. Uh, you know, you're you're only extending this. So thank you for 
Yeah. Thumbs yeah. up. Thumbs you can't up. see the thumbs. You're up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's it for us. Play us out, Shitty Ukulele. Do you have a ukulele? I do, yeah. I had to do the... the, the <laughs> this is me. <laughs> uh, there was all kinds of...